Hello, and welcome to the Hope for Today Cafe. I'm Deborah Kimmett. And I'm Robert Hawk. And we are going to discuss... Everybody's favorite <laughs> subject... Palliative care. Palliative care, I know. Before we start, we have to <laughs> give our credit to our sponsor, Carol Redmond, Dr. The- Carol Redmond, who works at... Hannah Fertility Clinic, and she has really been an admirer of our podcast and finds them very useful for her patients who are not palliative, but they want to have a baby. Yeah. Very difficult conversation. And so she thought she would like to sponsor this podcast because we are talking about palliative care, yeah. a very difficult word. Yeah. So thank you so much, Carol. We really appreciate your support. Um, yeah. This is, let's talk about what is palliative care? Just plain, what is it? Well, I think first off, the word itself means oh no, it's over, game over. We usually say it's palliative. And once we hear that, it causes terror in our hearts. I think the one thing that is really important to say right off the bat, that if you choose palliative care, Mm -hmm. you are still choosing care. You will be cared for as opposed to having the focus on getting a cure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So palliative care means, and it's it's associated with end of life care. Yes. And 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 the idea is, I think that that palliative care is way less invasive than uh, the regular care that that we usually associate with going. Well, to the I hospital. think when you're in the regular part of the hospital, the mandate is to cure you and get out you out, no matter what. Uh, yes, and as you know, sometimes these cures take a lot out of you and a long time, and then sometimes at the end they're not working or it's a diminishing law of, you know, you're, you're not getting anything out of it. So palliative comes in at that time and they are concerned mostly with your comfort, pain management and your family's comfort. Yeah. Now you mentioned something really interesting. There's some really great statistics on palliative care as well. Well, I think most people think if I give up and go to palliative care, that means I'm going to die faster. Yeah. It's actually the opposite. Really? The the states have done a lot of, uh, uh, surveys on this and they've proven that if you go to palliative of care, you live 40% longer. See, that's amazing. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big statistic. That's because amazing. First off, you're not being interfered with with blood work and more tests and yes. things like that. You're given ultimate pain management, so you're not, your anxiety and stress isn't up. And you have less chance of infection because you're usually in a private space with you and your family. So the care you get is truly to make you comfortable. And as you've said, with a friend of yours yeah. who was dying, he thought palliative was oh. extraordinarily comfortable. And he thought it was amazing. It was a friend of mine many, many years ago, and he had a really hard time for a long time. He was finally admitted to palliative care. A bunch of us were very concerned about him. We were like, oh, no, he know. Oh, gosh, what a terrible thing. And how is he going to take it? And But you know what? First thing he said when he got into the room, he looked around and he just, he breathed out. And he went, ugh. And I said, well, what's going on? And he goes, this room is a palace to me. Yes. He was so relieved yeah. that he knew the invasive part of his care was over. And it just, it was really a load off his back. Right. Now, the other thing is, when you, you know, we used to hear the word cancer. It was like heart stop. It meant, I'm done. Yeah, it meant a death Now people sense, live people with thought. cancer for yeah. a long time. Even sure. when they're considered incurable cancers, they Absolutely. can live five years, 10 you years. Bet. So palliative has that same kind of energy around it like it's giving up and I think as I think it's, it's kind of like going to Toledo nobody wants to go to Toledo <laughs> but sometimes looking at Toledo and seeing the GPS for it and seeing what the directions are could help so what we're trying to do with this conversation I think is to dial down the fear around the actual yeah, word yeah, yeah. and what does it mean and it means that there is an actual first off it's not just like you go over to the death department You're, there is an yeah, actual people think that well, which absolutely is hilarious they do, they because totally often it is that. the end 
end of life. Yeah, right? sure. And it's and it's also usually coming at the very end of a very long fight yeah, with time. a long illness. But just to say, the palliative care departments all have that is a form of medicine, and yeah. it's still a form of caring for your being. Yes. Now, when you get there, I think the biggest thing is let's say you wanted to call the palliative care department and just have a conversation with them. Sure. A lot of times the GP and all these doctors don't want you to do it because they have their own issues See, around it because it's the section of yes. the hospital nobody wants nobody to Nobody wants visit. to talk about it. And that's a really interesting point because one of our messages here, the things we're talking about is, is that this is hard to talk about. You have no idea how many times Deb and I have redone this podcast because we're like, now we can do it better. But I mean, this is tough for us to talk about. It's tough for for patients and their families to talk about. And sometimes it's really hard for people in in the medical profession to speak of it as well. Absolutely, because their mandate is to cure. Yeah. And palliative is to care. One yes. vowel different, but it's a huge yes. mindset. So you can ask about palliative care. You can ask if there's pain management for palliative that can make your journey less physically invasive, less tests, less things. And you can ask, and it doesn't mean you have to go there right away. You can at least start to know what the word means. See if people from that department are up to your standards, have a conversation Mm. with... I'm not sure I want to be here. (laughs) It's like like being on the Titanic. (laughs) I'm not sure I like this ship. I don't know if I like this ship. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, but the thing is, I think the thing is you have a lot more power when you can choose yeah. to look at the word when you're not too afraid. Yeah, and, yeah. and and um, <laughs> I just thought of something. What? And this may or may not be true for everyone. I'm terrified of my taxes. Yes. I am terrified. Yeah. And I know it's tax season now, and I'm already so anxious about it. I'm going to delay it for weeks. But the second I actually get stuff out and start looking yeah. at stuff the Mickey starts to go away. Do you know what I mean? Well, the, it helps. I mean, the only thing drop. is, taxes only come in April, and that's, palliative that's, might yeah. not be as good. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so maybe it wasn't the yeah, best analogy. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good I don't know. I was trying. It, it, but it is. I think the well, other thing is that's really interesting about palliative is two things. What does it look like when you get there? Mm-hmm. Because here's your family. They're helping you out. They're taking yeah. you to all these tests. They're doing the blood work. You've got a partner who loves you and doesn't yeah. want to let go. Or maybe you don't, and you have kids that really want to not go to palliative. It is, first off, you want to know two things. What is it going to look like when I get there? Mm-hmm. So what does it look like? It's, you're, you're in a much nicer section of the hospital. If they have a palliative care department, yeah. there's places for your family to sleep there and to make meals there. And it's a lot more like, for pardon this, but a birthing room in a hospital yeah. in the sense that it's a way for you to be at the end of your journey with yeah. your illness, whether whatever that looks like, in the most comfortable way possible. It sounds so much more gentle than yeah. what what we generally think of in terms of end of life. Yeah. And it doesn't kill you faster to be taken care of in that way. I it think actually that's the makes biggest... you live longer, which yes. is crazy. Yeah. It's like so ironic. Yeah. And by the way, if you're having... Because we were talking about we were talking about um, 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 having the discussion, and if you're having a hard time talking about this or even thinking about this, you are 100% and completely normal. Right. It is normal. And here's another thing about this: if you are able to have a conversation uh, uh, yourself, if you're a patient or a loved one with a person you care about, kudos to you. Way to go. However, we talked about this as well, is that sometimes you might have everything worked out. You might think, okay, we know what we're doing. We've made our decision around palliative care. And then somebody might change their minds or have different feelings about it. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And I think the thing that's really good about that is that palliative care, um, you can choose it 
and then that it's not necessarily what you want to do right away, but you can get there by by you know by knowing to talk about it. It helps everybody have the conversation yes. to know what you want, yes. right? Now, when you get to palliative, I think there's a couple things people want to know. Uh, is there I, ice cream? That's what is, I want to know. Well, there would be lots of ice cream. See, I, I, I would want ice cream. I don't know, but if there is, I would want tons going. of ice cream and Netflix. Right. That's it. But uh, can you get your medication? Mm-hmm. And lots of people continue with palliative radiation, palliative chemo at the end. Yeah. If they can go to palliative and have that. If they've got Parkinson's or they've got a stroke, they still get the care, yeah. but it's not always forced upon them. Right. I think the biggest thing about palliative is they respect the body and how it shuts down. Yeah. Or what it's doing. Yeah. So if you're still hungry, they feed you. If you're still thirsty, they give you drinks. But if you're not eating, they don't force feed you and they don't give you yeah. drinks. Now this yeah. is where it's challenging for families it's because they have to yeah. accept that they this is a different way of looking at end of life. And I gotta say, I know that's really tough for families, and I'm guessing it's really, really hard for medical staff as well. As a patient and having had a pretty intense patient experience, just Having the choice to eat or not eat or drink or not drink is a huge choice. And I got to say, I, I bet that feels pretty empowering. Do you know what I mean? It's well, like, you know what, I'm not, I think I'm it's guessing. it's more that your body just knows what to do. Yeah. So by the end of that experience, whatever yeah. experience you're at, is if you've got an illness and you're not naturally eating, your body is doing what it's supposed to do. Exactly. We don't trust that. No, now, we don't. I do say we this, do yeah. what my experience with palliative care nurses and doctors are they're very on board with what they can do to support you because they're, they're that's what they're, they're trained they're for trained it's a different that. form of they're medicine they're trained in to be sensitive to that they're trained yeah. to make you comfortable they're, yes. they're they know how to do all that stuff yes. beautifully yeah so they, i think it's getting there the journey from yes. the regular yes. part of the hospital getting your passport as it were yeah so it's a, it's a, and again we don't mean to be flippant with any of this it is an extremely challenging conversation yeah and, and i gotta say too and if if we're making jokes and you think gosh that's we're untoward or offensive. That's not what we're trying to do. What we're trying to do is bring humor to this so we can talk about it and all be better prepared. Yeah. That's what we're doing. So I think the thing is, uh, the word is to de, um, to de-stress the word and start to look at it as care. Yeah. And to, uh, talk to the palliative care department while you still have a choice so you can see what it feels like and looks like and they have pain management options that are amazing for you so they might even have some things that you hadn't got from oncology or another department and then third conversation conversation it's yeah it is amazing what you can do when you just start talking about this stuff yeah talking to your loved ones about it and realize that they're not going to all be on the same page at the same time Yeah. yeah yeah and you know what Gosh, I think we did one, Deb. I think we did. After nine takes, I think we got it. Yeah, I think this is it. Wherever you are and what's going on, we sure do wish you the best. And once again, thank you, Dr. Carol Redmond, for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you. Good night.